and you caught me looking at my phone. How are you guys doing? It's uh, my first live show uh, of 2020. You've been watching some repeats the last couple of weeks. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I tried to get Jay Leno as a guest host. He didn't return my call. I have no idea why. But welcome to the first live show of 2020. This is going to be a little bit of an unusual show. I did put out my Facebook Live as I usually do. But tonight we're just going to go over. It's just going to be you and I, myself, and about 80,000 plus of you, a loyal audience that we uh, just appreciate so much growing uh, to this uh, to this size from, let's face it, from zero uh, just about a year ago to 80,000 plus. Uh, we're going to go over the people that brought us to 80,000 plus, the topics that were so relevant to you that you must have been telling a lot of people because uh, our advertising um, did not change throughout the year that much. So you must have been responsible. Thank you so much for this growth. But we're going to go over the top four topics where we went from like 10,000 to 30,000, from 30,000 to 50,000, and kept growing. And we're going to concentrate those topics on those topics in 2020 because we want to become more and more and more your retirement, pre-retirement, retirement, and post-retirement source, not just for knowledge, but where to go, who to call in this country to get the products that you need. So we're gonna do a little recap, just to, um, to do a recap uh, of what 2019 was, how we grew the show, what you found the most interesting that we are gonna spend more time on 2020. That's gonna take about half the show. Then we're gonna talk about not really a change in format, but a slight change that's starting next week on 62 Who Knew, which I think is going to take us well above 100,000. That's going to be a fun topic. That'll be our last topic, uh, our second to last topic. And then we're going to talk about a podcast uh, that we are not converting the television show to because we love doing this show. But right here in WeBeam TV Studios, uh, right here in Newport, Ritchie, Florida, uh, Mr. John Gaston is allowing us, uh, with his help, of course, his how many years experience, John? 50, 60, 70 years? Uh, with <laughs> you don't want to know what he just said in my ear. With decades of experience in this line of work is going to help us put out a national podcast, uh, which you'll be able to download and listen whenever you want to. And it, it's just going to be a great 2020. So that's the show today. I'm your only speaker. Uh, I hope of the 80,000 people that usually watch when you found out that I'm the only speaker that 79,900 of you um, didn't uh, just go, okay, it's just Mike. We'll, we'll tune in next week when he has a guest. I want you to hear what we have to do. I am hoping really and truly that with the help of some very huge companies around this country that have been on this show, companies, their representatives, their speakers, that 62 Who Knew is going to go to a whole different level in 2020. But again, thanks to you. Uh, before we get started with the premise of the show, uh, for our new viewers, which I always do, uh, I do want to say, um, I, I have to say, um, that today is Martin Luther King's, uh, uh, Martin Luther King Day. You know, being 61 years old uh, when Dr. King was assassinated, it was a very emotional thing for all of us uh, in my area of New York. It did make a difference um, what color you were, quite frankly. This was a, an amazingly great man. Um, I think he would be embarrassed over what is going on in this country right now. In some ways, we've made a tremendous amount 
of improvements uh, in the racial uh, discrimination world. Um, I think we'd be another 20 or 30 or 40 years ahead of where we were uh, if we were blessed to still have Dr. King in our lives. Um, this man was unparalleled. There are no, um, I don't want to get political, uh, the present people uh, that consider themselves um, to be in his class are simply not. Uh, the only people that were in his class were his wonderful wife and his two sons that are carrying the mantle for him. And uh, it doesn't make a difference what side of the aisle you are on. If you have an opportunity uh, to listen to Dr. King's son speak, again, I don't care if you go to CNN or Fox News, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat, I don't care if you're an independent, if you have an opportunity uh, to listen to Dr. King's sons, please do it. Um, just wonderful people uh, following in their father's footsteps. I just did not want the day to go by. Um, a lot of the younger generation thinks that the older stuff uh, is not relevant in today's world, uh, but today is relevant in today's world, and uh, I'm glad we had Dr. King for as long as we did, and I truly, truly wish um, he was with us a lot longer. So thank you, Dr. King. Thank you to his family uh, that is still carrying that torch and, and giving the proper message to the country. All right, thank you. Um, now, what is the premise of 62 Who Knew? Why have we grown um, from nothing to 80,000 plus? Um, the premise is simple. All people, it doesn't make a difference who they are, uh, except for the top 1% of the world that is so wealthy that they don't have to care. All people, 99% instead of all, I'll say, as they're approaching 62, they could be 55, they could be 58, they could be 61 and a half as I am. But as you're approaching 62, I have these thoughts, our fathers had these thoughts, their fathers and their fathers had these thoughts. I'm coming to 62. Should I apply for my Social Security or should I defer to a later age? It'll be a bigger check. Have I saved enough money? Should I be investing in CDs or annuities? Should I be in the stock market? Do I even have enough to retire? Do I really want my house to be free and clear? I would think not having a mortgage payment during retirement uh, would be a great thing, but I'd have to take a big lump sum out of my retirement savings, my portfolio, my cash reserves to pay off my mortgage. Is it worth doing? Should I, do I really need my life insurance at this age? Did I get rid of my life insurance too soon? Oh my God, what about that long-term care insurance? Shouldn't I have that? Oh my God, I'm approaching 65. Do I really need a Medicare supplemental policy? I could literally fill this hours with the questions that we all ask as we're approaching 62. And again, not just our generation, my generation, but the generation before us, before us, and before that. But our generation, the baby boomers, who are approaching 62, we have one more obstacle. We have one more hurdle to jump that our fathers, grandfathers, and great-grandfathers did not have. And what is that hurdle? Longer lifespans. There's just, it's mathematic, it's scientific. When my grandparents retired in their early to mid-60s, the average age was in the low 70s. It's a long time ago. They had to look at their savings, look at their retirement, and go, can I really make it another seven or eight years? Can I truly make it 10 or 12 years? Well, today, as I bring up so many times on the show, if you live in America and you make it to the age of 65, 
you have a 50-50 chance of making it to 90. Let's say that again. If you live to the age 65, you have a 50-50 chance of making it to the age of 90. So let's do the math. 65 from 90 is 25 years. Less than 1% of this nation has enough cash reserve, savings, in their portfolio, money under the mattress, whatever you want to call it, to live a high-quality life from the ages of 62 or 65 to 90. Who knew when you got to 62, you still had another 25 or 30 years to live? That's half the time you've been here. Who knew that? But there is no doubt what I'm speaking is not an opinion. It's just a real fact. Longer lifespans is a double-edged sword. It's obviously a blessing, but not if it's not going to be high quality. Not if you don't have the proper protection to make those years quality life. I mean, let's look at scientific and medical breakthroughs of the last three decades. In the 1980s, God forbid, if you contracted AIDS, you died. Now you take your medicine, if you can afford that medicine, and you live a normal life. Almost all types of men's prostate cancer is 90 to 95% curable if, in fact, caught in, enough earliest, in the earliest stage. So it's several types of women's breast cancer, uterine cancer, and all types of other types of cancers for men and women. If caught early enough, the cure is in the 90%. The survival rate is in the 90% plus bracket. That's what modern science has done for us. But can we get through those 25 or 30 years with a high quality of life, not being a burden on our children or grandchildren? Be a burden when you're young and healthy. Don't do it when you're old and unhealthy. Can you do that? Well, the truth is 99% of this country absolutely cannot. And that's why we created 62 Who Knew to each week bring on one or two guests to talk about what is needed to get here from, to get from age 62 to 90, 95, or even longer. So, let me take a drink. Let's talk about the four topics. We have about eight topics to talk about. But let's talk about the four topics that literally brought us one week from 22,000 viewers to over 40. The number one topic that drew people to our little television show in 2019 was the unbelievable, very misunderstood, but staggeringly relevant topic of long-term care insurance. Long-term care insurance is very misunderstood by the public, very misunderstood by most of the press, and we have been fortunate enough um, over this year to bring on four of the greatest long-term care insurance people, not in Florida, not on the East Coast, but in the nation. Uh, the person that has been on the show most has become an unbelievable friend and ally to us, is always putting us out to his thousands, if not tens of thousands of connections, is Mr. Mark Goldberg. I, uh, Mark's shows have helped us grow so much. Uh, most of you, if you're a steady viewer, know Mark. Uh, we talk about very serious things, but we also laugh about things. He is the president of FPS Insurance and is known throughout the country uh, for his long-term care insurance uh, expertise and for helping families uh, in a way uh, that touches their heart, their wallet, and helps them get through these years 
with a high quality of life. Uh, our second person, I'm going to name you four in the long-term care world, is a man by the name of Mr. Bill Comfort, who is the president of Comfort Long-Term Care. Um, I consider myself a fairly good speaker, not just on the television show, um, but when I speak in public, when I go to long-term care conventions or financial planning conventions, as most of our viewers know, uh, my special niche is reverse mortgages in this country. So when I speak of the uh, relationship of home equity and retirement, uh, saving their portfolio, the relationship of home equity with long-term care, I consider myself a, a pretty good speaker. But when I listen to Mr. Bill Comfort speak, it's like the rank amateur versus the Yoda of speaking. Um, his not, the combination, and I know he's, if he is watching or he's going to watch it tomorrow, he's going to go, why is Mike doing that? Because uh, I always do it. Um, listening to this man speak, uh, I learn all the time when he speaks, but he has that combination, um, very similar to Mark, but in a different way, of emotion, confidence, competence, and a heart that just breaks down all barriers. Uh, so having Bill on three times in 2019 uh, was a tremendous asset to this little growing show. And of course, Bill is also, as I know I have a lot of insurance agents watching, uh, is one of the instructors, in my opinion, in this Humble's host opinion, the best instructor in the CLTC, the Certified Long-Term Care Certification School. Um, Again, many, many thousands of long-term care insurance experts have been taught by Bill and now carry the designation CLTC, Certified Long-Term Care Provider or Specialist. And uh, truthfully, the CLTC designation uh, is the difference between having a bookkeeper and a CPA. When you see that, when you're out there, I'm not talking to my insurance agents, friends now. I'm talking to my, to my audience. If you are going to talk to someone about long-term care insurance, I truly hope you go to www.62whoknew.com and click the long-term care insurance button um, so we can give you the best of the best uh, for the city that you live in. But if you're not, make sure that card says CLTC. And if it does, the odds are very good. Mr. Bill Comfort taught them and instructed them, and we're hoping Bill uh, is on the show in 2020 many more times. Um, the third person that we had on, also just so well-known uh, throughout the country and just a pleasure to have as a guest, she's been on twice, is Miss Carol Golden. Carol is the executive director of the LECP Center, which stands for Limited and Extended Care Planning for NAIFA, N-A-I-F-A. Uh, for those of you that don't know that, that is the National Association of Insurance and Financial Planners, the largest organization of its type. Let me say that again, the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. If you are dealing with an insurance person on anything, life, health, disability, just as I've told you that you should make sure if they're a long-term care person, they have the CLTC designation. If you're dealing with an insurance agent on anything, Make sure they're a member of NAFA. They are the best of the best, that organization. And Carol was on twice. We thank her so much What's what she's doing with NAFA uh, on a forward-facing uh, website 
Nothing has ever been done like this whatsoever. And I'm hoping she's going to be on in February. She hasn't been on in about six months to tell us where this national organization is with this staggering informational center uh, for long-term care for all of you. And, of course, uh, this man has only been on once, but he has been referenced to, um, I don't know, two, three hundred, seven hundred, a thousand times uh, by me and Carol Golden, Bill Comfort, and Mark Goldberg, Mr. Peter Gelbrex, um, a friend, a mentor, an extended part of my family, and um, known all over the country for his expertise in long-term care insurance and has helped so many people, so many professionals, so many people that it's, it's just beyond description. And thank you, Peter, for being on. I hope we can get you on. Peter's in semi-retirement right now. As most legends, he retired, retired on top. Um, but I hope we can get Peter back on more than once. So that was the number one topic for 2019 that allowed us to grow from a zero show, our first time, was an incredible first show. Uh, Mr. Mark Goldberg and Ms. Uh, Dr. Lisa Marie Kennedy uh, were our first guests. We had a few thousand people watch, and now you know what we're up to now. So a very, very heartfelt thank you to Mark Goldberg, Bill Comfort, Carol Golden, Peter Gelbwax uh, for helping us grow this show. And I know you're all going to be on a lot more in 2020, not just on the television show, but on our podcast uh, that we're going to talk about at the end of the show. Thank you guys so much. It was um, a pleasure and a privilege to have you on uh, when you did come on. Thank you very much. Our second, close second, biggest topic, um, in fact, she co-hosted for me once uh, when I was uh, ill, <clears throat> and uh, was the topic of Medicare. Let's face it, we're all going to get it. God willing, you live to be 65, and you're going to. Everybody gets it. Miss Diane Daniels, the president and founder of Medicare Nation, the number one podcast in the country on the topic of Medicare. The information that she disseminates to us when she is here, she's been here four times, and we're going to have her back more in 2020. She was here three weeks ago for our last show of 2019. The information that she brings our audience of the changes in Medicare, this is something that affects everyone. We all get it at 65. It's not like it's an option. I guess you could turn it down, but I don't know anybody that ever has. The information that she passes on to the 62 Who Knew audience is simply invaluable. The changes in Medicare that are coming, good changes, bad changes, medium changes, what to watch for, what to ask your Medicare person, um, what to ask your Medicare person about Medicare supplemental policies. Again, um, I, I hope that in 2020, uh, rather than using us as an information source to ask your local person about, you will go to the 62 Who Knew website, go to the icon that says Medicare and Medicare supplemental policies, click on it, and wherever you are in the country, we are going to put you in contact with Miss Diane Daniels, the number one expert in the country, or of course, one of her associates. But so far, everybody that has contacted us um, on 62 Who Knew, uh, she, uh, Diane has taken care of herself. As we get uh, larger and larger, obviously that's going to be impossible. But imagine asking questions to what at 65 
what Medicare supplemental policy is best for you and your family. Why, what type of um, services does it offer? Why is this one better than not? Why is the waiting period on this one? How long do I have to wait? And going on the phone or online with the number one expert in the country. Uh, Diane, thank you so much uh, for being our guest host that one night when I couldn't make it. Thank you so much for increasing our audience. Um, you are just a pleasure to have here. Uh, I know at one time we did a show with Mark Goldberg and Diane Daniels because the topics of long-term care and Medicare are very close to each other. You're going to see a lot more shows in 2020 with multiple guests. Not one topic, but things that run into each other. So again, Diane, I hope you're watching. Thank you so much for helping us grow. And again, for those of you that have any questions about Medicare or Medicare supplemental policies, please go to www.62whonew, click on the Medicare icon, and we will have the best person in the nation contact you with your to answer your questions. All right? Number three, and I'm so happy about number three. My favorite, reverse mortgages. A couple of times this year, maybe three out of the 58 weeks that we've been on, uh, I spoke about reverse mortgages. But I find it personally, we did very good with those shows. Thank you uh, to my audience for that. But I find it incredibly self-serving for me to push reverse mortgages, for me to tell you the merits, um, even though I am... Uh, quite frankly, consumed by the product. Um, there are so many, very similar to long-term care, our number one topic, there is so much misinformation and half-truths in this country about reverse mortgages from the consumers, from so-called experts. We won't go into their names because I do constantly. And there is no doubt many reverse mortgage people um, get upset with me when I say a number of years ago, this wasn't such a great product. It was basically and literally a needs-based product of last resort. You're literally last resort. Let's go get one of those expensive, ridiculous reverse mortgages. It's the only way mom or grandma and grandpa can keep the house. That is what it was for the better part of four decades. But it isn't that anymore, and it hasn't been for almost a decade. Today's reverse mortgage is an absolute timely and relevant product that should be considered as part of an overall retirement plan to help you get to 90 or 95. It should be considered. I'm not saying everybody needs one, but it is totally different than the reverse mortgage of the past. And to get this message across, we had two other incredible people in the reverse mortgage industry. Um, that in some ways, in fact, many ways, know more than I. Number one, we had Mr. Stephen Sless. Um, Stephen is the National Reverse Mortgage Director of PRMI, a wonderful mortgage company, national mortgage company. He started their reverse mortgage division, um, has his own uh, radio spots, television spots. I think he does more than I do in the industry, and I think he does it better. But to have Mr. Sless, to have Stephen come on, in fact, the first time he came on, was just weeks after his new little baby girl was born, but he came on anyway. I said, if you have to stay home, don't worry about it. He came on, and again, the wisdom he imparts, a slightly different view 
a slightly different version than what I do, was incredible. And again, when Stephen came on, he was on twice last year. I hope to have him on once a month this coming year on our panel show, talking about the relationship of reverse mortgages and long-term care. To show you what type of professional Mr. Sless is, he is one of the few, he may be the only, I certainly haven't done this, reverse mortgage professionals that just acquired the CLTC certification, the Certified Long-Term Care Insurance Certification. He's not an insurance salesman, but since he knows the importance of the relationship between reverse mortgages and long-term care insurance, he thought it would be prudent for his client base to know everything he could about long-term care insurance so he could bring them together with a possible financing option with a reverse mortgage. Uh, Stephen, thank you so much for the couple of times you were on. I uh, hope you're watching tonight. Uh, your expertise uh, in this topic is unparalleled, and that includes me, my friend, unparalleled. Thank you so much for helping us grow. The next expert that we had on reverse mortgages um, is someone I've known since almost the first day I entered reverse mortgages. On February 7th, which is just a few weeks away, I will be in the mortgage industry 38 years. Can't believe that, but I will be. I went into reverse mortgages almost 11 years ago, and one of the first person I met was an account executive for a very, very large reverse mortgage company by the name of Mr. Mark O'Neill. And um, Mark gave me so much incredible service, so much incredible knowledge. He helped to teach me about the reverse mortgage world that I have basically stuck with Mark as the reverse mortgage industry had grown and in the different places he is. He was the Southeastern sales director um, for MetLife, which at one time was the largest reverse mortgage company in the country. And when they pulled out, uh, Mark became a key person in what I consider the best reverse mortgage company in the country. There are a lot of good ones out there. I know one of the other account executives getting mad, but I gotta have a favorite. And my favorite is in fact reverse mortgage funding in New Jersey. Um, Mark is their national sales director of wholesale. Means he does business with hundreds if not thousands of Mike Banners from independent mortgage companies to banks to credit unions. And Mark came on and really gave us you know, knowledge and a point of view that Stephen Sless, myself, were retailers, we're out on the streets. So to get someone um, with as much experience as Mark O'Neill from the upper end, from one of the largest, if not the largest, uh, wholesale lender in the reverse mortgage world in the country from reverse mortgage funding, for him to come on and talk about trends, what he's seen about the reverse mortgage, where he thinks it's going. He also educated us on reverse mortgage funding's um, equity elite product. You know how everybody thinks reverse mortgages you know, are just for lower income people? Well, the equity elite product goes up to $4 million. I don't know many low-income people that need to borrow $4 million on their house or that want to borrow $4 million to make the rest of their retirement uh, be a life of quality. Uh, Mark explained equity elite to us. Also keep in mind that equity elite, he explained to us, the youngest borrower can be 60 years old, not 62. 
So you have an extra two years there to take advantage of that. But again, we don't, I tend to go on my soapbox about reverse mortgages, but I don't want this show to be a presentation on any product. But uh, Mark, thank you so much uh, for your visit to us, for your guest appearance, uh, having your point of view, uh, your national point of view. Thank you so much. It was one of our more popular shows and hope to have Mark back um, a lot more times than once in 2020. Um, so again, thank you to Stephen Sluss and Mark O'Neill uh, for being the other voices, not just me. Again, I think that's a little self-serving on what the reverse mortgage can do to help you with your quality of life. All right, number four. I never would have guessed this because because it's a sad topic. It's relevant, it's prevalent, but it's a so sad topic. Hold on. I'm running out of voice, but we only have 26 minutes left, so I'm gonna make it. Our number four most popular topic <coughs> that brought people emails going, oh my, thank you uh, for discussing this topic and thank you for having this guest on, was the topic of Alzheimer's and other types of dementia. Um, I consider myself a layman <coughs> in pretty much all topics other than mortgages. And um, I think we've all had relatives or friends of relatives um, that, it's, that have suffered with this heinous disease. I think that's the best word for it. You know, it, it steals your intelligence, it steals your memory, um, it steals your quality of life, and, and we all know someone that has it. And although we are very close to the cure for it, thanks to another one of our guests that we're going to talk about, um, still, we all know somebody that has it. And uh, our special guest in 2019 that was only on twice, but will be coming on a lot more um, in 2020 as part of our panel show to talk with Mark and Bill and Peter and Diane because the combination of long-term care, in-home care, Medicare, and Alzheimer's or other types of, types of dementia are so closely related is Mrs. Laura Banner, the president and founder of Compassionate Education. <laughs> yes, she is related but that's not why she was on the show. You notice we have the same last name. Uh, her level of expertise in this field is unparalleled. Please, please go to www.compassionateducation and look what is there. Uh, Laura just didn't teach us about the different types of dementia. You know, you think of dementia and you immediately go, Alzheimer's, well, that's true. It's probably the most common, if not the most common to the layman, it's the word that's most familiar but she taught us about other types of dementia that people could have. She also taught us that it may not necessarily be dementia when certain things are happening. She taught us about the warning signs to look for, how to react, how not to overreact, what questions to ask, and what professionals to contact. Uh, again, Laura was only on twice. We did not bring her on because she was a relative. We brought her on because I thought Alzheimer's and dementia would be an interesting topic. Well, I was wrong. It was a close number four. It came very close to beating out reverse mortgages. So there you have your top four. Long-term care insurance, 
Medicare slash Medicare supplements, reverse mortgages, and dementia. Things, all four things that can affect our families. So we're going to continue on with number five. We had a guest from the Weizmann Institute in Israel. He's been on twice, and I'm hoping to have him back on in February. If you missed those episodes, please go to either WeBeam TV's um, archives at WeBeamTV.com or go to YouTube and look up the two episodes of the Weizmann Institute. I'm not going to go too much into what the Weizmann Institute is because I won't do its service, but it is one of the best and greatest think tanks on the planet. It's not the only one. It's one of about eight or ten. It has been instrumental in cures, stem cell research, everything you can imagine. It is located in Israel. Um, they have done things for humanity that are just unbelievable. Please go and watch those two episodes. Um, thanks to think tanks like that and the Weizmann Institute, when this show goes national or when my grandchildren get a little older, we're not going to be living to be 90, 100, 110. It's around the corner in my lifetime, let alone my children's and grandchildren's. What are you going to do when you get to 62 or 65 and you still have 40 years to go? A healthy 40 years playing tennis, playing golf, running around with your grandchildren. What are you going to do when you pick up the paper and see there is no more cancer or most cancer is gone or there is a cure for Alzheimer's or there is a cure for other debilitating uh, spinal diseases through stem cell research. You've got to remember that stem cell research was held back in America for decades for religious and political reasons. But in Israel, it's been full speed ahead for the last 50 years. They are doing things in the Weizmann Institute. Not they're going to do things. They are doing things for decades in the Weizmann Institute in Israel that is changing the planet. And he is going to be on um, a number of times uh, in 2020. What other subjects did we cover um, that deserve honorable mention? Without a doubt, in-home care. In-home care is pretty big. People think you have in-home care when you are totally immobile, um, you need help going to the bathroom. Yes, you do, but there's much in-home care to a different degree. Sometimes people need help to go shopping. People want to play cards. People need a lift somewhere because they had surgery. There's all sorts of degrees of in-home care, and the man or the company that appeared with us three times um, is home instead. We had their um, president and national sales director, Mr. Colin Castle, Again, one of the shows or three of the shows that was so popular, uh, I had a reason for a member of my family uh, to need someone in the hospital. Uh, we were all in the family exhausted. None of us could stay overnight. I'm a strong believer in having an advocate when you have a very sick loved one in the hospital. The hospital people are great, but they have 7, 8, 10, 12 people to take care of. In your family, the person you want taken care of the most is your loved one. So um, my relatives turned around and said, wow, I wish we could get someone uh, to sit with this particular loved one. Hope you're watching. I uh, hope you're all watching. Um, 
And I went, yeah, well, I have the answer. You know, let me call uh, Colin and he'll get somebody down here from home instead. And he did with almost no notice and a very safe, friendly, and competent person sat with our loved one throughout the night so we could get some sleep. Um, thank you, uh, Colin, uh, for all the things you bring to the show. You've been on three times. We're going to have you on again. We're going to get the stronger half in 2020. We are going to get Colin's wife, who actually helped originate um, the in-home care company that they operate. So we might leave him, leave him home with the kids and bring his wife on. But thank you to Home Instead for helping us grow. We're right on time here, which is unusual for me. See, if I don't have a guest, I can stay on time. I want to also say that we are also going to continue, since we're always talking about long-term care, reverse mortgages, money, disease, Alzheimer's, dementia. We had some fun shows. We had some shows on the lighter side. We brought on Miss Julie Gelbwax, who is a national certified cruise uh, professional, to talk about different types of vacations. What is the number one vacation? For people 62 and above, it is cruising. Uh, I don't think we have the link up, but we will have the link up to Julie's uh, Travel World uh, in the next week or so. Uh, 62 who knew audiences are going to be getting a great deal. Uh, we want to be able to talk to you in 2020 about vacationing, not just cruises, all type of vacationing, health. We brought on an author, and we're going to bring on more authors uh, about the psychology of retiring. Let's deal with that for a minute. The psychology of retiring. It's hard to go from working, whether you were on your job 20 years or 30 years, or you change jobs every few years. It's not easy from whether you're a man or a woman, you're a school teacher, you're a fireman, you're a police officer, you have something to do every day, you have a purpose, you have a schedule, and then suddenly you don't. And yes, you can play golf or tennis for a while, five or seven days a week, but I'm sure, but that gets old too. So the psychology, which we brought on a couple of great authors, but we're going to bring on more authors, the psychology of retirement is very important. And we're going to be discussing that on 62 Who Knew a lot more in 2020. How many of you out there, I know I do, have friends or loved ones or or relatives of friends or loved ones or, um, you know, that seem to be in great shape, retired, and passed relatively quick. It is hard to wake up from being a productive person, no matter what your level of success was, whether you were a school teacher uh, or a candlestick, a candlestick maker. What's the difference? You did something and you did it well. The children are gone. You see the grandchildren as much as you can. But when the alarm clock goes off, if it still goes off, you simply don't have anything to do. Okay? And like I said, fishing, golf, tennis, pickleball. I just heard of that a couple of years ago. That gets old after a while. So we are going to deal with the psychology of retirement. Sitting around, what are your goals in life? So many people, um, I wish I should have brought the list, and I apologize, uh, our particular guest named how many people started over after the, age of, uh, after the retirement age to create empires, not just create another career, empires, 
okay? And we're going to have, and I apologize for not having that author's name. Uh, we only have a certain amount of time. There's 15 minutes left, and I couldn't name everybody. But we are going to bring more authors back because that's important to get up the next day and have a goal, okay? So um, now let's talk about the changes we're going to make in 2020 to take us not just from 80,000 to 100,000 to 150,000 and above to possibly take the show to national TV, uh, which we're, we're, we're talking with certain people about. Uh, there is no doubt the topic of 62 Who Knew, the topic of longer lifespans, um, is obviously something uh, that, that, uh, that trips the uh, public's trigger. Uh, Mr. John Gaston, who is the founder of WeBeam TV, he does an incredible job um, of just production, as you can see. Um, you should see the studio of getting us out there. But to go from zero to 80,000 plus, this is obviously a topic that people want to hear about, that the masses want to hear about it. Just how am I approaching retirement and how am I going to get through the next 25 or 30 years? And we are going to bring on a lot more guests in the new podcast that range from talking about food shortages. Food shortages in America? Maybe in, in some certain terrible areas, but really? Here in Florida, there's a Publix every half a mile. But what is it? What's going to happen when we do live to be 100? Which, again, is in our lifetime, in my lifetime. Will there be enough Publixes? Will there be enough Winn-Dixies? Or Wallbounds? Will there be enough farmers? The incredible lost art of America. America was built with farmers, and there is less and less and less of them. Are we going to have the technology to make food without farmers? Is there going to be imitation meat? One of the other experts that we brought on only twice last year that I want to mention right now before we get to the podcast is Mr. Johnny Lowy a national expert on real estate. Look Johnny up. He's one of the number one realtors in the country. He was uh, rated top 50 in uh, the United States of America by Wall Street Journal. He's presently growing a national franchise, a new national franchise, only two years old, called Line Right Realty, changing the face of real estate. But when he comes on, we don't talk about his real estate company. We talk about the national trends in real estate and the shortage of senior housing. Because the person that's 65, 70, 75, 80, even if they're healthy and active, don't necessarily want to live in the same subdivision, in the same development as the 30-year-olds with the 3-year-old and the 5-year-old child playing. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. There is a shortage of senior housing in this country today. What's going to happen when we start living to be 95 and 100 rather than 88? So we're going to bring on population experts, we're going to bring on scientists, we're going to bring on food experts. That is, in fact, something we have to live with. You know, you turn on the TV today, and uh, we're doing good on time. I'm saying that more to myself than I am to you. You turn on the television today, whether it's mainstream television or cable TV, you read about the terrible political climate that we have. We try not to take sides here. And I'm certainly not going to discuss that. Number one is the terrible political um, climate that is in this country. A close number two 
is, of course, the war on terrorism. Some people think it's over. Some people think it's not. It's not. I'll have to get political with you on that. It's not. Um, terrorism, you, you hear about the economy. One side of the aisle says it's terrible. One says it's the best ever. Doesn't make a difference what side you're on. You hear about the environment, which is a very, very important topic. If you don't believe in global warming, you're a little cuckoo birds. It is happening. But you have the extreme going, we're not going to be able to live in this planet in 100 years. And you have the opposite end going, eh, it's nothing to worry about. As usual, the truth is somewhere in the middle. We're going to bring experts on in that too. Not experts from either side of the aisle, scientists. You, you, you hear about so much. You hear about Wall Street. You hear about Main Street. Why wasn't the CEOs of all those companies that screwed everybody in 2008, 9, and 10, why weren't they ever put to jail? You hear about everything on the news. You hear who's going to go to the Super Bowl. You hear who has a sex change operation. Why the hell don't you put on national TV and hear that less than 1% of this country has the capability of getting from 62 to when they're going to die with a quality of life in the greatest country in the history of history. Yes, we're in some rough shape right now. Yes, we've been separated by the political world. There's more divisive things going on in this country than in the 61 years that I've been alive. But even with our issues and our problems, even with our deficit, this is the greatest country in the history of history. But you can't turn on a national television show or a cable television show and talk about what we talk about here for an hour every week. Yes, there are guests. Let's save our money here. Let's buy annuities. Let me show you how to go in the stock market and not lose any money. Yes, shows have guests like this. But not one show dedicated to it, dedicated to longer lifespans, to the most important part of our population, our moms and dads, our grandmothers and grandfathers. This is a message that we have to get out. And in the remaining nine minutes, we're going to talk about our little attempt here um, in Port Ritchie, Florida, to get this out on a huge national basis. And we're going to do that via this television show, and we will be starting the 62 Who Knew, the Longevity Initiative, because that's what it's about, ladies and gentlemen, longevity. The Longevity Initiative will be going out as a podcast on all the most popular platforms that podcasts are delivered. Today's world is not actually looking at television or cable. Yes, they are for entertainment. Um, they are literally, today's world is in fact looking to podcasts for their information. And the podcast is going to be a little different than the television show because we're going to have a panel of two, three, and four people. It's not going to be for an hour. It could be for 30 minutes. It could be for three hours. My favorite podcast is done by Joe Rogan. I've seen ones as little as an hour. I've seen them as much as three hours. But his guests and his topics are so riveting, are so into today's world that I don't mind the three hours. Isn't that amazing? We're going to need time. And with a podcast, you get to upload it and watch it at your convenience. Uh, we're going to have sponsors for this podcast, some of the largest reverse mortgage companies in the country, long-term care insurance companies, life insurance companies, 
in-home care companies, Medicare supplement companies. So we not only can educate, we can offer the answer. Everybody's real big at giving you the, you know, the actual problem. There's not much solving going on. And I'm not saying we're going to be perfect at it when we start in February, but through the podcast and the television show and a very, very good chance of taking this 62 Who Knew principle to national television, that's how we're going to attempt to make our mark on the world of allowing people approaching the age of 62 to live a high quality of life until they leave us. And that's hopefully a very long time, and it's going to go, it's going to get thanks to places like the Weizmann Institute and other places like that. It's just going to, our lifestyle is just going to, or our lifespans are just going to be longer and longer and longer. So for those of you that are thinking, is he getting a little carried away with this? I mean, we watch him. He gets emotional. I try and let my guests speak more than me because 99 out of 100 times, my guests are obviously better at their topic than I am and in many cases just plain more intelligent than I am. So I try to let my guests speak more than me. Today it was just me. But am I getting carried away with this? Am I Chicken Little running around? I know the young people don't even know who Chicken Little are, so that's for the people 50 years old and above. Am I running around going, the sky is falling? Isn't, double, isn't longer lifespans just a blessing? End it, Banner. It's just an incredible thing. It is, if we can get through it with a high quality of life. So I want most of our audience, because most of our audience is close to my age, according to the Google analytics that is telling us um, you know, the uh, statistics of the 80,000 plus people that are watching. So I want some of you to think about this. Remember when we went to kindergarten and we went to our doctor, to our pediatrician, and he gave us that cube of sugar and put a, you know, some red liquid on it so we wouldn't get polio? Remember that? Nobody gets polio anymore. Remember when we got a shot for measles? No children get measles anymore. I shouldn't say no, but it is very, very rare. Remember when we got the shot for mumps? Oh my God, you don't want to get the mumps. You could die. Nobody gets a shot for mumps. It's outdated. It's gone. And as I said earlier in the show, uh, for the unfortunate people that fell victim to being HIV positive, In the 80s, it was a death sentence. Today, if caught early enough, they take their medication and they live a normal life. Today, if you have a severe uh, injury in your spine, no, we're not at the point uh, like Dr. McCoy on the Enterprise, we can't rebuild your spine, but you'd be surprised how close we can come thanks to stem cell research. How close we can come to assisting your unborn fetus that has a heart defect, intrauteral surgery, all things like this, they're going to get us to 80, 85 years old, make us be born more healthy. So am I getting a little carried away with longer lifespans being a double-edged sword? I want you to think about this tonight. Is it a double-edged sword? It is. Like so many great things in life, You're going to get three minutes of philosophy now. Like so many great things in life, it always comes at a cost. You cannot, you cannot have light without darkness. You wouldn't even know what joy was if you didn't have sadness. It's, you can call it yin and yang. 
You can call it the opposite, you know, every opposite, every positive action has an opposite reaction. There's scientific reasons for it. You can call it karma. When you do something great, it comes back to you. When you do something bad, don't let anybody fool you. It comes back to you 10 times over, just like the good stuff does. But double the double-edged sword of longer lifespans is being ignored in this country. It's just being ignored. There's a few people talking about it. The industries of the, nas- uh, of the national industry of long-term care insurance is certainly talking about it. The reverse mortgage industry is certainly talking about it. The Medicare supplemental policy industry is certainly talking about it. The life insurance industry has certainly been talking about it because your premiums are going to go up when you live longer. But everybody looks at those industries as, come on, I'll deal with that when it happens. No, that's too late. You cannot deal with your long-term care issues and your Medicare issues after it happens. No one picks up their phone and goes, oh, I'm sorry, I can't talk to you tomorrow, a week from Thursday. Yes, I'm planning on having a stroke. Oh, I'm sorry, my grandson's going to fall off his bicycle and break his arm in a few days. You can't plan on emergencies. I can't imagine, I can't, you can't imagine how many people I speak to about all of these topics, not on front of a TV camera, uh, but in in a symposium or in a seminar or webinar. And they go, Mike, you're right, we're all going to need it. But why now? Because now when when you're younger and healthy, A, it's less expensive and because catastrophes can't be planned on. And it's amazing to me how many people don't get that. They get it, but we'll deal with it later. We'll deal with it later. Ladies and gentlemen, don't deal with it later. I'm not selling you anything. I don't have an insurance. I am a mortgage person. I don't sell life insurance. I don't have an insurance uh, license. I don't sell long-term care insurance. I'm not in the in-home care business, all right? I'm not um, in the annuity business. Okay, I certainly don't you know, have nothing to do with Social Security. These things have to be planned out in your upper 50s, early 60s, so you don't deal with them in your 80s and 90s. So in your 80s and 90s, you are literally getting up with a smile on your face, playing golf, playing tennis, playing pickleball, whatever you're doing, playing with your grandchildren, which is really all I want to do uh, when I retire is play with my grandchildren and my children, although they'll be older. And of course, they may be helping me to the car, but hopefully I'll be healthy enough. Uh, That's what I want to do. So uh, we have a minute left. I hope I didn't bore you. To the great people that were on the show that I didn't mention, uh, when we do our podcast and we have unlimited time, I will be mentioning all of you, all 42 people that have been on this show in the first month of of our podcast, our new 62 Who Knew? The Longevity Initiative podcast will get their due thank yous and respect from me. I just wanted you to know what is going to be happening um, in 62 Who Knew? Our goals of taking this to a national platform, uh, taking it to a podcast national platform, as well as television. So in the 30 seconds remaining, I do want to tell you that it was in the 40s last night in Florida. Tonight it's going to be in the 30s. I know you people up north think we always have it great here in Florida. I had to put the top on my car last night. It was so cold. And you think we're not suffering. Thank you all for helping us build 62 Who Knew from Nothing 
to a little more than 80,000 viewers. We appreciate it. Our new format starts next week. Everybody, treat everybody well. Thank you so much.